She's a best-selling author and life coach, obsessed with helping women to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Join her as she provides you with strategies and real-life tips to create your best life. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. The following episode is a special training that was conducted by founder and CEO Ibeliz Gonzalez, who is um, the owner and operator of Genesis Coaching and Consulting. Hello, hello. This is your coach, Ibeliz Gonzalez, and I would like to thank you for taking your time to listen to this mini workshop. So today we are going to talk about how removing our fears eliminates many of our challenges. So fear is a natural emotion and survival mechanism. When we confront or perceive a threat, our bodies respond in a very specific way. Physical reactions to fear include sweating, increased heart rate, high adrenaline levels that makes us extremely, extremely alert. This physical response is also known as fight or flight response, with which your body prepares itself to either combat or run away. Now, there's some people that think it's fight, flight, or freeze, because some people do freeze when they feel fear or when they feel like they are in danger. So this biochemical reaction is likely an evolutionary development. So it's an automatic response that is crucial to our survival. At this point, we are not thinking, we are not doing, we are just merely reacting for, for our survival. Um, so fear often involves both physical and emotional symptoms. Um, each person may experience fear differently, but some of the most common signs and symptoms Physical symptoms include um, chest pain, chills, dry mouth, nausea, rapid heartbeat, shortness of breath, sweating, trembling, upset stomach. Um, we all know that famous um, that famous um, movie Eminem, right? Eight Mile. When he was when when he needed to go and do his little one on one rap battle, and he was so afraid and he was so nervous that he ran and he started throwing up, right? Because he had an upset stomach. So these are just some of the ways that fear manifests in our bodies. So in addition to the physical symptoms of fear, you know, many people experience psychological symptoms as well, of feeling overwhelmed, feeling upset feeling out of control, or feeling like a sense of, of impeding death, like there's something going on, there's something wrong, something is going to happen to me, right? And these fears that we have in life, they could be completely normal. Everybody goes through fear in life. Um, but when it goes to an extreme, that's where anxiety and panic attacks and these things can develop. So when they when those things develop, that's when it's really important for us to seek professional help. Because while we all experience fear and some type of anxiety in our lives, when anxiety becomes the norm, right? When fear becomes the norm of our lives, that's where we should seek um, professional help to deal with our symptoms. 
But it's very important that we recognize that fear is an emotion that we all feel, all of us. All of us go through fear, fear that is kind of pretty much universal. So it's very unlikely that if you have any issues, if we have any issues in our life, that it's not connected in one way or another to fear. You know, you might not think about your financial situation or as uh, a relationship challenge. It's rooted in fear, but it could be. If we are really honest with ourselves, we we will realize that many of our obstacles are indeed caused by our fears and our inability to deal with them in an appropriate way. Okay? So let's think about this. Think about a person that has relationship issues. Maybe they have a fear of abandonment. Fear of abandonment is actually a very common fear. You know, this the per, the the people in this relationship might be might also be you know having a fear of losing autonomy or losing freedom or trusting too much. Fear of trusting and being let down, right? Um, you might the person might be afraid that they won't be accepted fully. So these issues. In, in a relationship, when, when a relationship has issues, the issues could be very much rooted in fear. It manifests in many things, but the root, the cause, it could be fear. Now, let's think about money issues. Money, right? Money, money, money. I, don't, I can't even pronounce. Give me some money. Money today. <laughs> Anywho, uh, many people deal with um, the fear and anxiety uh, with shopping, right? We all have heard shopping therapy. Um, but this can create that, right? This can create even more fear and anxiety in the future. Um, we can create money money issues for ourselves when we allow fear to take over, when we allow FOMO. But you know what FOMO means, right? FOMO, fear of missing out. So we want in on the latest trends, um, without thinking about the consequences, we want the latest iPhone, even though our phone works perfectly. We want the latest model, the, the latest car model. We want the latest shoes, the latest um, purse. We want um, to be able to get these things because we have a fear of missing it out, of what other people are going to think if I don't act or... Um, own certain things in in life, right? Or simply, uh, some people have just a simple fear of discomfort, and they're unable to let go of, you know, that expensive car, or that morning coffee that ends up, you know, um, ends up being over $500 a month, if you you really, you know, um, follow that money, right? Um, Think about procrastination. Procrastination, it's completely based on fear, right? The fear of failure, the fear of of not being enough, the fear of not being able to live to someone's standard, the fear of not being able to be great 
at, at a podcast or not being able to be great at a workshop and not being able to be great when we write our books, right? Or maybe it's, you know, we procrastinate because we actually have a fear of succeeding. Um, some people, if, you know, if they're really truly honest with themselves, they have a fear of succeeding because if they succeed, if they try something and they succeed, that means that they have to change their lives. They need to change their routines to now accommodate this thing that they really truly want. But now this, this becomes all an inconvenience because now we have to rearrange things to accommodate, um, our schedule for our, um, dreams and for the success that we are having. Um, think about being stuck in a job that you dislike. You know, you might be afraid of not um, finding a, another decent job. Uh, you might be afraid of giving up on your benefits. I know a lot of people that hate their jobs, but they don't let go of their position because they have great benefits. I um, some maybe. Some, you know, you're afraid of, of, of moving to a job that paid less, or maybe you're afraid of, of the application process and having to deal with resumes and cover letters and the interview process. I'm one person that really truly hates interviews. This kind of like, I feel, you know, this quote unquote, selling yourself type of thing. I know I'm, I'm, I'm a coach and I, this is part of the things that I need to do. But um, that part really makes me uncomfortable, right? So um, we all have fears. And these are just a few examples um, of, of how fears show up in our lives. Now, I want you to think and consider other parts of your life that, are, that could be challenging for you. And I want you to think about how fear is having a negative impact in your life. Just take a few moments and I'm going to make a pause. So you could take a few moments on how, how is fear showing up in your life? How is fear impacting the rest of your, of your plans, of your goals, of your dreams? And now that you have taken a pause and you have thought about those things that, you know, that are being influenced by fear, I want to let you know that you are able to handle your fears with certain tips and with certain steps. You know, there's certain steps that you could take to be able to handle your fears. And today, I am going to give you about five points, about five points that will hopefully help you, that will hopefully help you overcome your fears, okay? So the first thing, the first tip that I'm going to give you is that you need to activate that frontal lobe. You see, when we experience fear, a part of our brain that's called the amygdala lights up like a Christmas tree and takes over your brain. It takes control of everything. This is that fight or flight response that we talked about earlier. 
And it's our survival mode. When we go into fight or flight or freeze, some people at that freeze part, um, we are pretty much in our survival mode. So in order to get out of that mode and help ourselves out and, and get of that stage, get out of that reaction, we need to help our brain switch focus from our amygdala to our frontal lobe where um, logic and reasoning lives. So our, your frontal lobe is the one that is in, in charge of reasoning, of thinking things through, of using logic to make decisions. Your amygdala is making decisions purely based on survival and not on reasoning, right? So you need to uh, activate your frontal lobe when you're experiencing fear. So how do we do that? So when you experience fear, you could, you know, do a puzzle, you could read out loud, you could um, sing your favorite song. Um, all of these activities will help you change that blood flow from the amygdala to the frontal lobe, helping you make decisions based on knowledge and on logic rather than fear. Okay, so that is the first point that I'm going to give you. The first point that I'm going to give you is that you need to activate that frontal lobe. Whenever you start to feel that you are in that fight or flight mode, whenever you start to feel where you are kind of um, acting automatically without even thinking, take a pause and try to do something that will force your frontal lobe to take over and to take um, control. Again, doing puzzles, reading out loud, singing, singing out loud, not in your mind, singing out loud. Um, some people um, like to do cleaning because that they need to think, you know, what am I uh, I'm, I'm cleaning now? Where are the cleaning supplies? All of those things help you think with your frontal lobe and that blood flow goes from your amygdala to your frontal lobe, helping you make better decisions. The second thing, second thing that I want to give you a second tip is I want you to look at the evidence. Look at the evidence. I want you to look around you and find evidence that invalidate your fear. We all have fears in life that has been established. Um, but do we know what fear means? We all know that fear means false evidence appearing real, real, false evidence appearing real. So you need to look at true facts, not false evidence that comes to your mind and this fake scenarios that pop up in our brains. Let me tell you, I know about those because I could challenge any Hollywood producer and any Hollywood writer because this mind of mine could go a million, a million thoughts a second, and I'm not even exaggerating. I think really quickly, and I go, I always say that I could challenge, um, I could challenge, um, oh my God, I forgot Dr. Strange. I could challenge Dr. Strange. If you are uh, a superhero lover, a Marvel lover, lover, you know, that Dr. Strange could see all of the different um, scenarios that could happen in the future, right? And 
that's how kind of my brain works. I try to see the many different scenarios. So I come up with scenarios in my mind and try to prepare myself. So whenever, you know, I face the situation, I am not going to confront something that I haven't thought of, right? Because the, and, and I'm going to be able to um act um, accordingly. But the thing is that we do have false information popping in our brains. And we really do need to look at the facts, at the evidence. If we have a fear of abandonment, or if we have a fear that, you know, nobody, we feel like no one cares about us, and, and we fear that um, we are being unlovable, you know, we, we need to take a moment and we need to pause and maybe do a list of the people that are in our circle. And sometimes, you know, just starting at a list of names on a paper allow us to realize that we do have people in our corner and that we actually have more people that we thought that we had in our corner, right? So whenever you 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 uh, feel, feel a fear, I want you to take a moment. I want you to pause and really look at the evidence around you that invalidates the fear that you're having. And now... Um, you could ask me, Ivelisse, but what if the evidence around me actually supports my fear, right? Because that could be possible. That could actually support your fear. Um, what you could do is, what you could do is, you could focus on other people that have accomplished the things that you want to do and that have been successful, right? Because we are not the only person in the world that want to accomplish something, that wants to write a book or that wants to run a successful firm or a successful coaching and um, um, business, right? There's other people around us that have done it and we can learn from them. We could look at the evidence that they present to us to let us know that some things are indeed possible and that we should not fear them. Um, number three, let's go jump to number three. I am going to try not to get, um, not to take a lot of your time because I know that we all have things to do and our attention span really, um, it's, it's about five to 10 minutes. Um, if you follow research, so I'm going to try not to take a lot of time. Anywho, um, number three. Avoid what my friend calls permanent language, the always, the never. You know, we all know that our words have power. That has been, you know, that has been kind of the central point um, when we when we first dive into personal development. This is something that we talk about a lot when we are in business. This is actually something that we talk about a lot about with our clients that our words have so much power. So we need to reframe our thoughts and our speech. We need to go from, you know, I've never been able to do that. You know, that fear of like, I'm never going to be capable. I'm never going to be able to achieve what they have achieved. I'm never going to be able to achieve my dreams, right? About I've already tried and I, I've never been able to do it, right? We need to change those things and go from that to, I haven't received proper training yet. Or to, you know, to, I try it once, but I realized that I didn't have the tools or the resources necessary 
to be able to be successful at that time, right? We are not saying, I always fail. Um, I always messed up. I never, um, I'll never be able to do that again. I'll never be able to accomplish that. We need to really reframe our thoughts and our speech and avo avoid completely avoid that permanent language in our lives. Okay, avoiding, you know, the permanent language, this, this permanent language in our lives and using the reframes like the ones I just mentioned to you can truly make a big difference in your life. And this is something that you have, you already know, because this is, you know, I'm preaching to the choir. This is what you preach and you tell your clients all the time. So sometimes it's, it's, it, we need to take a pause to really apply those skills that we teach our clients to our own lives. Point number four, tip number numero cuatro, um, expose yourself. And no, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about taking your clothes off now. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, in psychology, there's this form of this, this technique called um, exposure therapy, right? Essentially, People get gradually exposed to what they fear in safe environments to help decrease their fear and decrease their, their avoidance. Because the thing is that when we feel fear, we try to avoid those situations to the point that really hinders our lives. So we need to expose ourselves to those things that we fear in a safe and controlled environment. Um, for example, are you afraid of public speaking? You know, you could start visiting open mics at local cafes, not for you to sign up, not for you to say anything, but for you to just start going, just start going to the cafe, start seeing people get up and, uh, and do public speaking, study how they speak, how they put their hands, how they move their, their head how they use their space in their favor, right? You could really study these things when you go to, to open mic and you could start getting familiarized with the environment. Um, maybe you could offer to help a friend who has a few speaking gigs and see how things are done from another perspective, right? You help your friend out. You see how your friend friends prepare. You see the things that happen backstage, and you start getting familiarized with with this thing that you fear until you start getting comfortable enough in this space. Until you start getting comfortable enough with with the idea. Until one day you find your yourself with the courage to sign up for open mic or to uh, create this workshop that you have always wanted to create but you are afraid because you need to speak in front of people right um I you might not be there yet if you're not there yet that it's okay um maybe you could start practicing dealing with discomfort you know, take a situation that you find mildly uncomfortable. If you are afraid of public speaking, but you say, mm, going to an open mic and do an open mic, it's really not my thing. Maybe just start practicing dealing with discomfort in your daily life, right? Because we really, really run away from discomfort. And when we are fearful, when we are facing a fear, we are definitely 
feeling discomfort in our lives. So um, just, you know, take a situation that you find mildly uncomfortable. Maybe it's something as simple as eating peas or talking to, you know, someone attractive. Or maybe it's, you know, waking up an hour earlier or 30 minutes earlier. And once you start practicing dealing with discomfort, you know, you're forcing yourself to deal with small doses of discomfort that will eventually help you, excuse me, will eventually help you um, deal with the big discomforts in your life, like public speaking and, and following your dreams and doing the things that you truly want to do. Because you are once you, you face discomfort, it's not going to be on unfamiliar territory for you. Um, and numero cinco, number five. Um, we need to remember that the times that we were fearful and we still made good choices. You know, it's it's more li- likely than not that again we have all fe- felt fear in our lives, but at one point or another, you manage fear like a badass. You manage fear like like a courageous person. You manage fear like you have never managed it before and you are you were able to accomplish things in your lives. So I need you to go back to those times and I need you to remind yourself of how strong you can really be. And I need you to remind yourself of how much you are able to tolerate for the greater good and how much you are able to tolerate to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in life. How much uncomfortableness are you able to tolerate to really get to where you want to be in life? You know, we need to realize that fear, it is, it's uncomfortable, but it's not really a good reason to avoid doing something. It's not really a good reason for us to avoid going for our dreams or to avoid difficult conversations or to avoid doing the things that we we want to do in life. You know, we need to understand that at the end of the day, fear is just simply feeling. It's it's giving us information. Um, fear, unfortunately, has been categorized as as a as a negative feeling, but the truth is that feelings and emotions are neither negative or positive. They just are. And they just exist to give us information. Our, you know, our emotions, our feelings, I see it as data. It's 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 just data that your brain is processing to give you information about the things that you need to change, about the things that you need to work on, about the things that you don't like, about the things that you do like, right? So, so all of these things, fear is just simply is emotions simply are they're not a bad thing or good thing right they're just they just are so there's really not a good reason to let fear guide every decision that you make in life 
Um, fear is the most common cause of challenges in our lives. And when we learn to work through fear and gain the ability to make positive choices, we boost our self-esteem and we enjoy a happier life. We truly need to learn how to embrace discomfort as the positive sign. It's a sign that our life is about to change for the better. Okay, uh, uh, let's see fear and let's see discomfort as a sign that our lives is going to change for the better, not for the worse. Unfortunately, when we feel fear, we are expecting the worst and we truly need to rewire our brain to see fear and expect um, expect changes for the better. And we need to get started today. So I actually have a challenge for you. And this, with this, I'm going to leave you. So the this is the challenge, you know, for the next week or so. I want you to work on becoming more adept at dealing with discomfort in your life. This can be, you know, this could be a little bit challenging because we are so programmed to seek comfort. We're so programmed to, you know, detach ourselves from discomfort, to run away from discomfort, and really find that comfort zone. Um, so I, I want you to really quickly respond to any form of discomfort or um, in a different way this, this week, right? Um, I want you to rebuild the ability to withstand the ability of resilience, the ability of courage. So here are a few ideas on how you could stimulate your thinking and develop that courage in your life. So these are just a couple of examples that I'm going to give you. You don't have to do any of these. You could do your own, but these are just some prompts to to um to help you think about some of the things that you could do for the next week. So maybe during the next week, when you have to, you know, the urge to get something to eat, maybe you could wait 30 minutes, you know, and that's a way where you could develop um self-control and you could um develop being comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Um, when you feel like quitting an unenjoyable task, persist for another 15 minutes. I'm not telling you to, to finish it. I'm not even telling you to finish it. I'm just telling you do not quit right on the spot when you feel like, you know, I don't want to do this right now. I want to move on. Just persist for another 15 minutes. Push yourself to feel um, uncomfortable. And, uh, and understand that it's okay to feel uncomfortable. You know, when we feel uncomfortable, we re it's that's really not a life uh, a, a life threat as we as we think it is. Maybe um, this week you can have challenging conversations instead of avoiding them. Uh, maybe you are have been avoiding on a very uncomfortable um, conversation with a partner, with your children, with a business partner, with a friend, with a boss. Uh, maybe it is it is time to have that conversation. Um, and above all, above all, this is the last tip that I'm going to give you. Above all, refuse 
to engage in the most common avoiding distraction techniques, which is, you know, the use of our cell phone, the use of internet, or the use of TV. Try to really avoid, you know, um, those distraction techniques. We all try to go to, we tend to go to our phones or TV or refuge ourselves in this technology um, to really make them our comfort zone when we are experiencing fear. But this week, I encourage you to really refuse, completely refuse to engage in any technological activity that it's actually an avoidance, an avoidance for you to face um, those things that um, bring fear to our lives. Now, I hope that you, you know, gain some insights, gain some knowledge. I hope that you had an aha moment at some point. And I really, again, I really challenge you to go out this week and flirt with being uncomfortable, you know, flirt with uncomfortableness, because that's the only way that we are really going to be able to embrace change, embrace greatness, and embrace our true potential. So now, go out there um, and, and make it happen. You know, there you have it. These are ways that you could really handle fear in your life. And these are ways that you can really overcome fears in your life. Um, if you are listening to this little workshop, I, I know that you are in the right path because you are taking the time to invest in yourself. You are taking the time to grow as a person and you're taking the time to, to, to really invest in who you are to leave the legacy that you, ha- you are have you were actually created to live behind. Now, again, there you have it. Good luck to you. And um, you could find you can find me on Facebook, Ivelis Gonzalez on Facebook. And if you have any questions, you know, my, my phone number is kind of a, a public phone number. So 585-287-4134, 585-287-4134. If you learn something, if it if any of this inspire you, please shoot me a text message and let me know. And I really hope and wish the best for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.